hi, and welcome into this Five Clubs conversation. And I'm Emma Carpenter, and today I am back coming to you from TPC Twin Cities in Blaine, Minnesota, which, as you know, is the home of the 3M Open. And this is a really exciting time of year. Spring is in the air. I was walking to class in a t-shirt yesterday in Minnesota, if you can believe that. We've got March Madness going on. The Masters is right around the corner, kind of coming up here on the tail end of our college season. And I am so excited today to have my guest, and that guest is Michigan State's James Pyatt. James Pyatt is the current reigning U.S. Amateur Champion. He's a fifth year for MSU, and he has got a lot to look forward to. He's going to be teeing it up at the Masters. He's got the tail end of his college season where he's going to be trying to get a Big Ten championship, a, a national championship, and he also just made his PGA Tour debut at at the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. So I am so excited to talk to James about all of these things. And I know that you guys are going to enjoy the listen today. And with that, I am so excited to welcome in today, Michigan State's James Pyatt. James, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm um, happy to be here. I'm really glad to have you. James, you are already having such a busy, exciting year. I was just hearing a little bit. You said that you've actually been meeting your team at a lot of your events. I mean, you've got the rest of your college season coming up. You're a fifth year this year. So many exciting events to look forward to, major championships. Where's your head at right now? How are you kind of balancing all this that you've got going on? Uh, just enjoying the ride, really. It's, uh, yeah, it's been hectic a lot more than I anticipated. Uh, had to mature fast. It's what I told people. Life shifted a little bit from being the average college kid. Now it's uh, almost more of a business thing with golf and life. So it's been unique. But uh, just managing my time, hanging out in Florida, online classes, fifth year, senior, don't uh, don't have a stressful class schedule. So life is good for me. So um, just trying to play some good golf right now and get ready for a pretty big event down the road here. There you go. That's the life. That's the dream right there. You said that you said that it's kind of shifted into into more business, uh, this kind of lifestyle that you've got going on in college. When did that shift happen? Was that after this past summer? Was that, you know, when you started college? What, when did that shift happen? Pretty much right after the USAM. I mean, uh, you know, it's one of those things, uh, you know, my plan was just try to make corn ferry after college and, you know, do the usual Q school route. And all of a sudden you get thrown in the mix, you're playing in major championships and then some PGA tour sponsor exemption starts. So for me, it, uh, it turned into communicating to tournament directors, trying to find sponsors and all this. And on top of that, you know, I'm still a college kid, so I got to keep up with the classwork. And I'm like, you know, try to be a 4-0 student, but this semester it's like, all right, let's just get by. I hate to say that as a mentality, but it's it's turned into that, like, hey, let's just make sure we graduate, get out of here, get my finance degree and uh, roll on with life. But no, it's been a fun ride, just enjoying every step of the process. So everything's changed for you after the USAM and that was already I assume after you committed to take a fifth year at Michigan State is that right 
It was, yeah. So I was planning on being a Spartan again. There's nothing I love more than being a Michigan State Spartan. Coming back for another year of college was like a no-brainer. Someone's like, well, you could go in the real world or you could stay a college kid. I'm like, hey, no questions asked. I'm staying in college for another year. I know I'm taking a fifth year as well. I'm, I'm planning on doing uh, a one-year master's program after I, uh, I do my undergrad. Going into college, I mean, I, I planned on the four years, absolutely, like I think a lot of us do. But after COVID, once I had that opportunity, it's like, why would I not want to play college golf and, and keep doing school and get my degree, uh, my master's degree? Yeah, you're doing a little more than me. The master's degree is not on my plate. It's uh, five years to get the four-year degree, but, <laughs> you know, I'm enjoying it. So, yeah, hey, props to you. Some people have it, other people don't. <laughs> I've got so much to ask you about the USAM. The master's is right around the corner. Seriously, so much I want to get to, but I want to, you know, rewind a little bit back you, just a couple weeks ago you made your pga tour debut at bay hill at the arnold palmer invitational i mean how was that experience oh it was the coolest thing in the world um you know people asked me they saw my scorecard it wasn't too pretty i'll admit that you know it was a little rough but it was um just a really unique experience i just remember the whole week i'm prepping like not nervous at all there's spectators out there it's getting a little more rowdy as the week goes and i'm like oh this is cool and wondering how I'm going to feel when I get to the first tee. And I remember them like announcing my name and I started on hole 10. You got to hit it like straight over people's heads on a dog leg. Right. And I'm just thinking, let's, let's not top this. Like that's, that was the mentality. And I'm lining up a putt on the first hole. My right hand's going like this the whole time. Like I could barely like even, <laughs> yeah, think straight. So it was really cool. Like the nine, I had the most nerves going on. I shot even par. I'm like, Oh man, this might be a good week and uh, train got off the tracks a little bit, but it was, it was really cool having the family out there. Uh, you know, some of my buddies watching, it was, it was a really special experience. So it's something, you know, just uh, get that experience under the belt. It's the biggest blessing ever. So uh, just using that as some experience uh, rolling into the next few weeks here. Absolutely. Jeez. Well, isn't it kind of funny how you get to the first tee and all, honestly, all you're trying to do is just make contact. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I remember the USAM too. And the semifinals it was the first time I had more than like 25 people watching me play golf. And there's people standing like two feet off the fairway on both sides. And I'm like, I'm going to hit someone today. Like that was, I hate to say it. Like that was the mentality. It's like matter of time when I'm going to hit someone, but I will. And, uh, you know, I blocked that out eventually, but I did hit someone fun fact, but we'll sweep that under the rug. <laughs> Yeah, it was on a, a par three, the seventh hole, the semifinals. And it was like the first hole. They don't have ropes out for the USAM at all. So you can walk wherever. So people are standing like a foot in the rough. And the one hole where I'm like, all right, people are actually standing far enough away from the green because there was like a bunker to the right. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to miss it that far right. Like, I'm not thinking that, but I know that. And I just hit the biggest block iron. I'm like, oh, man, this is heading at like 100 people right now. And Sure enough, it hit some guy in the ankle, but uh, luckily he was a Michigan fan, so it wasn't too bad. But <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I didn't anticipate that one, but that was the only time I've hit someone. So it's so far so good. I was playing with a teammate a few weeks ago, and she hit a spectator. She hit like this girl's she hit this girl's dad, and he was totally fine. But like she almost started crying. She felt horrible. Like it's feeling. <laughs> oh, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned all the spectators that was so different from the USAM. USAM was the first time that you uh, um, you said you played in front of more than 25 people. But I mean, and then going to Bay Hill, all the spectators there. 
how how did you notice that? You know, how how much was that in your head, in your mind, the spectators, or or was it more just the the pressure of the tournament that um, that you were feeling? Uh, you know, it's it's more pressure of the tournament, but uh, it's just cool because you know it's your first tour event. You're out there, and uh, you're, I mean, I'm hitting balls next to guys like Ricky Fowler, Jason Day on the range. I'm like, oh my god, I'm actually here as a college kid. You know, a lot of people like I, I look super young. I'll admit that. Like I'm 23 and I look like I'm 17. And people are like, "Who's that little kid on the range hitting balls?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm playing actually." Like making sure I got my credentials on me just so I could get through the ropes every time. But it was, uh, yeah, it was really cool. Just the people, and I mean, that's, uh, that stuff doesn't really phase me too much. Like it was funny playing with certain guys. Like they had their caddy anytime anyone moved. They're like, "Can you hold, please?" Or like, if there's any talking, they'd step off the ball. And, I'm telling my caddy, I'm like, no, nah, someone could like scream in my backswing. I don't care. Like it's, it's cool. I'm used to this environment. So it was, it was kind of interesting in that aspect, but it was just more of the, the pressure of being in a, a real life PJ tournament was the coolest thing for me. And uh, like I said, a huge learning experience. So it was uh, good to get that under the belt and just get ready for professional golf here in the future. The masters James is right around the corner. I can't even imagine how excited and anxious you are for that coming up how much more prepared do you feel after playing a Bay Hill? Uh, a bit more. I mean, actually the, the thing that it proved to be the most is I'm good enough to hang out there with those guys. And, you know, it's one of those things playing college golf, you're wondering how great are the tour pros and uh, you get out there and you play with some and you're like, you know what, these guys, I mean, they're obviously great players, but you're like, I can hang with these guys. So for me, it was kind of a mental, uh, mental boost even though the score wasn't there that week for me I was just more personal didn't play my best but I was like you know I could do this so going into Augusta it's just gonna say you know have the mentality where I belong there that's what I'm gonna try to do and that's that's the big thing but like I said once I get to that first tee it's a little different when you're you're teeing it up with the, the former champion you know and uh, the nerves get going a little bit but uh, it'll be a really cool experience and I'm just looking forward to every piece of it. I really want to hear about when you got that invitation and what that that invite felt like. You know, not many other sports, not any other sports really have that that special, you know, an, an invitation that goes right to your home. Yeah, so I actually had to wait. Well, I waited four days to open it. So I was in Florida when it came into my house in Michigan and uh, my parents and everyone was there. I'm still in Florida and they're like, hey, you got, you know, you're thing from Augusta I'm like what is it They're like well we can't open it without you I'm like yeah that's fair so I was sitting in Florida and it was right before Christmas time so I'm like oh my god I gotta get home it was the first time I decided to go back home to Michigan in the winter I'm like I think this is kind of a big deal so um got back home and actually the day I got home we went to play golf at nine in the morning and some people weren't up in my family yet so I had to wait another like 14 hours to open it from when I got home too. So that invite was sitting at home unopened for like five days now. I finally opened it and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is the real thing, you know, getting an invitation to play in the masters. And it's always been something, you know, you dream about as a kid, that, but to actually be doing it's, you know, the coolest feeling ever. And um, for me, it was just, it was awesome having my family there and everyone around me who's been there to support me to see that. And uh, it's, it's just been a long process and just enjoying it for me. It's, it's it's just tough to talk about and believe that it's real and that's still the thing for me I'm sitting here the trophies in our locker room here and I'm like man I can't believe this is still real when did it when did it really sink in for you 
Uh, probably just first team Bay Hill, actually. Like, oh my God, you're playing in tournaments now. You, you know, you got majors coming up and uh, it's just been a whirlwind of emotions, but it's been the coolest feeling in the world. Is it somewhere special? Where do you keep it? <laughs> I honestly couldn't tell you. I let my mom handle it because like me, I'm just an unorganized college kid. So anything like that comes in that semi-important, like my parents just like stash it away or something like that. Like we're getting master's tickets sent to us. And my dad's like, nope, we, we hit them. They're not in the house. Someone else took them. Like, I don't even know where the master's tickets are at. I don't know where anything is like, that's, that's pretty much how, how life goes for me. They don't trust me too well, which is valid. I will say I lose a lot of stuff, but uh, that's one thing. Yeah. My mom's got stashed away. I'm sure that'll be in a safe somewhere. And uh, obviously one day be framed on the wall of my house or something really cool like that. Right. That's hilarious. Probably smart to let your, your parents handle stuff like that. hundred percent. Yeah. This major championship debut that you're going to be making at the masters and then the open open championship all of that is due to being victorious at the U.S. Amateur. I mean, you got to add your name to that list along with Tiger Woods. We have to talk about that win at the USAM. I read that you actually, in the qualifier, in the USAM qualifier, you had to chip in two times in your last six holes just to qualify. Is that right? Something like that. I don't know. That story's been twisted so many times, believe me. I know I just made a lot of putts. That's what I tell people. And like looking back at it, that's like a whole blur to me, the whole process of getting in and all that. It was, I just remember down the stretch though, I was like borderline in or out. I'm like, oh my gosh, we got to get it done. And uh, I tapped in on 18, not knowing if I was in or out. And I looked at the scoreboard. I'm like, oh man, I made it by one. So that was like the biggest thrill ever just to qualify for it. Cause I played it the year before, but I was exempt because of wagger, but that was the first time I'd ever qualified for the USM, which is pretty crazy to think in my head. I'm like, wow, it's, you know, I qualified for it and then ended up winning it. That was like beyond, I don't know, the, the craziest thing I could think of. So it was uh, definitely a whirlwind of emotions, that whole ride from the qualifier to the end of it. Yeah, well, I'm sure. It, and the qualifier is so much pressure in its own. I know you guys, uh, the men, you guys play 36 holes. We actually only play 18 holes for the USM qualifier. So it's like, you better take it deep for sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't imagine. It's either your day or it's not your day. And that kind of, yeah, that does suck, but that's golf. You know? that, that final match, you played the final match against uh, UNC's Austin Greaser. I'm sure that was a blast. I want to hear a little bit about how was your mindset, you know, in that final match, as opposed to the previous matches, as opposed to stroke play, you know, how was that, how was that feeling different knowing that you were playing for the championship? Yeah, that's just as the whole week went on, it was like stroke play, you know, all you're thinking about, we just got to be in the top 64, make match play. And it was a long week, a lot of rain delays. And there were some matches I'd only played two, three holes and it'd be dark and we'd call it. So it was uh, a lot, just a long going drag of a week. So I just remember the you playing the semifinals and you're thinking if I lose this, I don't get to play in the Masters or the U.S. Open because you make the finals, you're like, I'm in, I got everything. So for me, it was, it was like the night before the semifinals, I didn't get much sleep and I got out there. I'm like, Hey, whatever happens, happens. Let's just enjoy it. So for me, that was kind of the big thing. And just remember getting through that match. And like, I started crying pretty much, but my dad was in the woods. He didn't want to be on camera crying too. I remember that. So I had to go run over to him and it was the coolest thing in the world. And then just going into the finals, it felt like 
it was just like, whatever happens, happens. Let's just enjoy the experience. I had all my college coaches out there, my high school coaches, my teammates from Michigan State showed up and some of my high school teammates. So for me, I was just thinking this is the coolest thing in the world, regardless of the outcome. I had everyone, you know, I've, I've grown up with or all my teammates and support staff in life were there. So I'm like, let's just enjoy today and uh, whatever happens, happens. What do you kind of attribute it to? Were you able to just stay really calm and focused? Was was it the confidence? You know, I, I read that you uh, called up your head coach and told him to come down because uh, something special was going to happen. I mean, the the confidence that that takes, the confidence that it takes to to come out on top is just really unmatched. What was it? Yeah, so that was my, actually, that was my caddy, my, our assistant coach. He called up my head coach. He said when I was headed to the round of eight, he said he's going to get it done this week. He called up my coach. He said, you need to be here. So for him to have that confidence in me was the coolest thing in the world. Because personally, yeah, I'm not that I'm not that cocky. I'm pretty humble, low to earth. I'm like, hey, whatever happens, happens. So for him to do that on my behalf is awesome. I loved it. But uh, I mean, I'm a big credit to my assistant coach, Dan Ellis. And he was kind of the one who kept me at the level, had that final match. And we were just out there enjoying it. Because I mean, when you're out there for 36 holes and you're just playing a match, it's, it is a very stressful thing, especially, you know, what's on the line that big trophy and everything that comes along with it. And um, he was uh, he was awesome with just everything. He was reading all my pods, numbers, stuff like that, and uh, just kept me level-headed the whole match. And uh, in the end, that helped pay off because I remember once I got up and I was two up with three to play or something like that, I was just thinking in my head, like, oh, my God, this actually might happen. And then just being able to talk to him and just think, not worry about the golf art and just enjoy the experience was huge for me. You won – five out of your last six holes to win. I mean, the, the grit and the grind and the per perseverance it takes to pull that off is really just incredibly impressive. How did it, how did it feel to hold that trophy and, and really take in what was happening? Cause like you said, your life changed. Yeah. It's, it's still tough to process. I mean, that day just felt like it was like living in a dream pretty much. It was like a movie scene on the 17th green after I made that putt and he missed his and all my buddies came running out they're jumping up and down it was like the craziest thing ever everybody's crying that was one of my coaches or my parents and uh that whole day is just like something I'll never forget but holding that trophy was like I said again it's like is this really true I can't believe this so for me it's just uh enjoy everything that's came along with it and uh just trying to get better at my game that's been the goal for me since then it's you know you gotta even though it's awesome great accomplishment some i'll have the rest of my life it's now about getting better and getting to the next level after some collegiate wins ajga wins in your junior career you're certainly a, a decorated golfer but this win did change everything and it was it was it a click or was it just you know good enough that week your 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 game that you've always had I put a lot of credit to the course. It fit me well. And I'm, I'm a good driver of the golf ball and out there, if you miss, you miss hit any drive and going into a bunker, you'd be chipping out, making bogey. So for me, it fit my game really well. And I was kind of just playing, I played right at the right times is how I describe it. So a bit of luck is what I tell people. I mean, obviously, you know, you got to be a good player to make it and win it, but uh, you got to run into the right guys at the right time. And by that, I mean, I mean, and your bad match, you got to play some guy that's playing bad and your good matches, you know, you just play your best. So for me, I remember there was a couple matches I won at one, two over par. And then one match I was six or seven under par against one of my friends. So it was 
just right place, right time. And then, yeah, the finals match, I just remember those last nine holes. It felt like everything came together and uh, just clicked at the right time. So for sure, there's some truth to that. And um, just, uh, just, yeah, like I said, kind of lucky, but at the same time, play right at the right time. You broke a lot of records when you did pull off this win. You were the first ever Spartan to win the USAM, first ever Michigan resident to win the USAM. I mean, what does that mean to you? Uh, I think that's the coolest part of it for me. Um, just being from the state of Michigan and something about people from Michigan stick together and the pride from the, being from the state of Michigan, especially Spartan. It's uh, really the coolest thing ever. And, um, you know, all the people who have kind of noticed me or at least came up and congratulated me from the state of Michigan or reached out to me. It's been really awesome. So just seeing the support of the community and everybody who it, it means something to, it's been phenomenal for me. I saw there was a quote from from Tom Izzo after after you pulled off that win and said, well, I guess we're a golf school now. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. <laughs> oh, that was, a, yeah, that was one of the coolest ones. And uh, I actually got a call from Magic Johnson a few days later too. And it was like, oh my gosh. So seeing those MSU legends, you know, noticing me and giving me a shout out was the coolest thing ever as a Spartan for sure. Well, you're one of them now and hey, Big Ten represent, of course, I was, I mean, I didn't know you at the time, but I was rooting for you as a, as a member of the Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Absolutely. Ever since then, you've had so many cool moments where, um, you know, your, your win was announced where you were recognized. And I'm sure one of those coolest mo moments had to have been at the Michigan, Michigan State football game. Um, I mean, the biggest sporting event in the state and the whole college sports world being there. What was that like to get recognized on the field at that football game, Michigan, Michigan State? That was really awesome. Yeah, that whole day was a blast. I mean, it started actually, I was on Fox game day in the morning and they had me like doing some chip shot thing on national TV. And then from there, they're like, all right, you're taking your trophy in the stadium. And it's obviously the biggest game ever. And I'm actually from Ann Arbor area. So all my buddies from U of M are there too. And all my, you know, Spartan buddies. So just being on the field and people are giving me a standing ovation. I'm like, this, this doesn't get much better. So for me, that whole day was a blast, especially because we ended up beating Michigan too is even better. So that was, that was the perfect day. I would describe it as. Speaking of Michigan, you said you're from Ann Arbor. It's to my understanding that you actually grew up a Wolverine fan and here you are playing for the biggest arrival. I want to hear about that recruiting process. It's also to my understanding that when you signed to play there, you were, or when you committed uh, at first, you were committing to join your brother who was also playing on the golf team. Yeah, I remember the first time I visited Michigan State, I was in eighth grade, actually. My brother was looking here too. He's two years older than me. So he was on his trip and they're like, hey, James could tag along too. And uh, we played Michigan actually that day in a game and I was rooting for Michigan. I hate to say it. So the first time I came up to state, I was like, there's 0% chance I come here. And uh, I got to look in around, visited plenty of times over the years. My brother loved it. So he committed here junior year. So I'd always came up and kind of saw the place with him got to hang out with him and his buddies. And uh, it grew on me because it was, even though U of M was close to home and it felt like home, it just wasn't the same atmosphere and community as Michigan state. And uh, it, you just feel like family when you're here and it's just something about Michigan State is unique and uh, Spartans stick together. So I was I was loving that atmosphere. And I said, you know what, this is a spot for me. So 
having two family members go to Michigan State being Michigan fans is kind of crazy to think about, but uh, it ended up being the greatest decision I've made in my life and something something I'll, I'll never regret, I'll tell you that. This is, uh, this is a spot for me. I always say in the recruiting process, if you can, you know, if you can talk to somebody who's experienced it, it's like, it's really important to have an idea of what it's gonna be like when you get there, right? And so the fact that you had your brother on the team, also a testament, you guys must be pretty tight that you were uh, signing on to be his teammate as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he uh, he's like, you know, this place is all right. He's not a big talker. He's a little different than me. And we're, we're kind of opposites, but obviously your brother, so you love each other. But um, yeah, I came up and just hanging out with him was really what did it for me and being able to, you know, meet the golf team, especially because, you know, everyone on the golf team is so tight and you go out together. Obviously you play together, you do everything together. So getting to know the guys and it's more Michigan based as far as our recruiting at Michigan state coach tries to find the best players in Michigan than the Midwest first. So, so just knowing a lot of those guys growing up with them was uh, a huge foot in the door for me. And I said, you know, this is absolutely where I want to be. You were the first Michigan state player in about 20 years to qualify for nationals as an individual, which is crazy hard to do. So that is extremely impressive. I mean, what's the mindset this year, you know, heading into postseason, having gone as an individual last year? Well, this year, I mean, we have a great team. So this year it's, it's obviously about the team and uh, just trying to win a national championship together. I think we, we have a capability this year. We're top 30 in the country and uh, the best we've been in a long time as a unit. And uh, thanks to a freshman, obviously Ash McCulloch uh, coming in and being a stud. So for us, that's been a huge thing. And, um, you know, right now, just focus on Big Tens. Illinois won it the past, I don't know how many years, but uh, we're going to try to knock them off their throne this year. That's our goal, and um, we'll see what happens, but just prepare for that moment and just get ready. Absolutely. I know my my guys, my gopher guys, are going to try to give you guys a run too, but. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Watching it on TV every year, it's like, man, we want to be here, and it, it just motivates you. So for us seeing that, and uh, obviously the pieces coming together this year for us, you know, first job is to get there. So take it one step at a time, but uh, play to win. That's going to be the mentality. Absolutely. And, you know, with, with that being said, why choose to come back for the fifth year and not just turn professional? Uh, just because of the community here at Michigan State. Like I said, I love it here. This is, I feel like I belong here in the team aspect. I love all the guys. So for me, it was just a, another year of just being a college kid and enjoying it and being a Spartan and uh, trying to do something special with the program. And uh, it felt like I had unfinished business, not only personally, but as a team. So this year, I mean, to cap everything off would be the coolest thing ever if we could get a Big Ten championship. So that's kind of what the goal was walking into this year. And that's what we're going to try to do in a few weeks here or a month. Yeah. You know, moving forward here, you're so busy. What are your goals for the rest of the season? I guess b besides a big 10 championship, hopefully national championship. And, and now you got these major championships coming up. What, what is your biggest goal? What are your main goals? Just really enjoy the ride. Um, you know, it'd be cool. Obviously, you know, you want to go out and win everything. That's just the goal as a golfer. And that's why you play to win, but, or uh, play the game. But, um, no, for me, just enjoy the process to just make some memories and, uh, just keep getting better. That's my goal every day, you know, wake up and say, how can I improve? So for me, just, uh, get, get some learning experience out of this and, uh, see what I can do. Obviously being low am at the masters and, uh, playing on a Sunday would be the coolest thing in the world. So shooting for that short-term goal here, but, uh, as time goes on, just enjoy the whole ride. 
Are you planning on defending your title at the USAM? Unfortunately not. I'll be, uh, the plans to go professional just with some sponsors exemptions and uh, being able to play in a major as a professional being done with college. It seemed like the right time for me to just uh, go into professional golf. So for me, it felt like this is uh, the time to do it and kind of a golden ticket, like I said, with the PJ tour starts. So uh, just enjoying the college season until then. And then when the time comes, uh, get ready to go. The time is right. Yeah. Been there, won that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's kind of tough to repeat unless you're Tiger Woods, I will say. Hey, you never know. But James, I want to wrap things up here. I've got some five clubs, five questions for you. So we're going to rapid fire these off. All right. Number one. So there's a big basketball game tonight, Michigan State, in the second round of the tournament. How far do you have Michigan State going in your bracket? Oh, I got them going plenty deep. I mean, I got to say as a Spartan, I want them to win. That's the only thing in my head. Now, we'll see. We'll see. But tonight, tonight I got a good feeling about the Spartans. One game at a time. It's like, it's like match play mentality. You just take it one step at a time. So I'm not going to curse them or jinx them, anything like that. I'm just going to say we're going to be looking good tonight. Okay, yeah. Feeling good against Davidson. That's <laughs> one step at a time. You're manifesting that for them. I like it. What is the best hangout spot on campus at Michigan State? Best hangout spot. Ooh, I'm gonna, I might get in trouble for this one, but I'm going to say Harper's. <laughs> it's a local, one of the local bars. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. Number three, say some debacle, something goes wrong in the morning on the way to a tournament, flat tire, triple A's, slow to show up, and you get there, you only have 10 minutes to warm up for the tournament where are you spending your warm-up time Ooh, i'm gonna hit two drivers and go putt that's it so mostly potting okay okay that's a good call i was talking with, with my teammates last night about these and uh my teammates said the range absolutely definitely <laughs> and i I'm uh, playing, so <laughs> yeah i'll figure it out i need to know the green speeds for me that's a big thing but yeah absolutely that's that's too much that's a lot going on though <laughs> right right all right, number four, Masters right around the corner. If you could warm up next to anybody on the range, who would it be? If you could choose. Anyone on the range. Probably, well, Tiger's not playing this year, but if he was Tiger, second runner has to be Jordan Spieth. I think he's, I mean, I love watching him play and uh, kind of been an idol of mine. So looking forward to seeing him out there. Like I said, Masters right around the corner. I'm sure it's on your mind a lot. What is one shot that you think about at Augusta more than any? Is it the first tee shot? Is it the par 312? I got to go first tee shot. Yeah, that one's, it's already one of the hardest holes on the course. And then on top of that, you're going to have, you know, a billion people watching you playing with the masters champion so for me that's going to be the one i'm thinking about and, uh in our head we schemed up hit three with off the tee but i'm like coach i'm going to need something that has a little more forgiveness in case it's you know it's top worthy so <laughs> that's awesome that's hilarious well i know i know that's it's going to be it's going to be right down the middle no worries that's the plan all right, James. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I had a really great time talking to you and I cannot wait to watch you tee it up at the Masters and the other major championships and also uh, hear about the rest of your college season. I know you're going to have an awesome time. Well, thank you so much, Emma. I appreciate you having me on. 
Well, what a great conversation that was that I just had with James Pyatt. Thank you so much to James for joining me here today. And we are really looking forward to watching him tee it up at the Masters just here in a few weeks. And also wish him the best of luck in the rest of his college career, finishing up his fifth year here and turning professional this summer. A lot of exciting things coming up for James. So we wish him the best of luck. Before I go, there is one final thing that I wanted to say. The college golf community had an absolutely heartbreaking tragedy happen this week. And I know that I speak for all collegiate golfers and all of us here at Five Clubs when I say how terribly sorry and devastated we are that this automobile accident has happened. Our hearts go out to the University of Southwest golf team that was involved in this accident. Our hearts go out to them and we sympathize deeply with all of the families involved in the tragedy as well as the entire university and the community. And our thoughts and prayers are with you during this very difficult time. So Five Clubs viewers, thank you so much for listening today. And I look forward to seeing you next time here on Five Clubs. Mm -hmm.